0: what's up warriors welcome back to another episode of not your mama pod we have a very special episode with the queen herself radiate with
1: and this is actually going to be a crossover episode so we're going to sit down today we're going to be shooting the about a lot of different things that a lot of our listeners will be able to relate to and you will be able to hear this episode on both of our podcasts
0: I think it's really cool that we get to hang out here, that we got to meet in person, um, but that our friendships kind of
1: started from Instagram of all things. I know the internet
2: is wild. It is
1: a wild place. Like social media is a lot, a lot of different ways, but I swear, like some of the people that I'm the closest to, like y'all are, I literally met on the internet and it's just so it's, it's crazy because like 20 years ago,
2: even 10, 15 years ago, like. Yeah. Instagram wasn't a thing like I literally yeah. like it's just crazy it's always very much like don't trust people you meet on the internet <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yes most of these people are
0: my
1: greatest friends now.
2: thank <laughs> you <laughs> very much
0: like that's kind of crazy that we're like yeah I don't talk with strangers then all of a sudden we were like hey let's go to another state and stay with in the same house with
1: strangers <laughs> yeah like, literally <laughs> I normal. think that's literally what happens though. When you it's meet your happens. online friends, like you don't know if you're getting catfished, you're just like showing up. I mean, obviously I highly doubt any of us are catfishes out here, right. but you Not never at know. at this point.
0: I know, I know. You both have been in my house and it's crazy. Yeah.
2: And we haunt your life.
0: We haunt your life? Yeah. I (laughs) like that. We (laughs) haunt you. (laughs) COVID gave us the avenue to be more vulnerable online and we all have endometriosis. And so we all kind of touched paths in that area. And it's just really cool that we were able to kind of find a community for something that we were lacking in real
2: life. And now we have like the best of both worlds. For sure. The endo community for me was like... Second, I want to say, because it was like very much the childless community, like Mm -hmm. that was where I needed the support at that time. And I didn't realize how much I needed the endo community. Mm -hmm. I still feel like the endo community is kind of second to me um, because I'm just more comfortable in the childless community as many of you can understand (laughs) but no I just think it's really cool how all of those communities kind of intersect and like how you meet people which is wild yeah I was um recording on my friend's podcast
1: earlier this week and I was just talking about the community component and how just like isolating like having a chronic illness can feel because like realistically how many people do you know in your immediate circle that have endometriosis that are battling a lot of the same things that you are and like just like you know dealing with medical trauma, dealing with people, friends, family, maybe whoever, just you know, who just don't really understand what you're going through. It really just can feel super isolating on top of you trying to figure out how to deal with this new freaking diagnosis that literally changes your life. So I was saying like, if the endo community was a thing back when I got diagnosed, I feel like you know, things would have, you know, been a little bit different in the sense that I For would have sure. been able to find people I would have connected with sooner because we don't really think about how much community is a big part of health. Like, have you guys seen yeah. that documentary on Netflix? What's it called? Like the, about the blue zones?
2: Oh yeah. 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 It's I think it's called the blue zones or something like the life in the blue zones or,
1: and these people are super <laughs> healthy because the sense of community is so great and everyone just cares about one another and like wants to support one another. So we don't really, I don't know. Sometimes we can take the community thing for granted, especially in 20, you know, 2023 after COVID and most of us, a lot of us work from home still and we hide behind our phones. So just, I don't know. It's just nice to be able to have that community aspect.
2: Yeah. I don't know if we talked about this here or if I just talked to like my other friends about this. Um, It was like in certain cities, they're going to start trying to like incorporate like that community aspect. Have you guys ever heard of this? Mm-mm. Um, no I don't know exactly I don't know where I don't know what cities but it's like it had to, it has something to do with like European cities you know where people are able to walk everywhere where the restaurants are where but it's not like highly tra- like car trafficked and stuff so mm-hmm. it's like very accessible like your grocery stores there your restaurants are there and it's all about like community and I had read like a study that Um, That was going to start taking place in like little cities in like the US that they were going to start like experimenting with that. And I was like, imagine that. Imagine if you just have to walk to your grocery store. I mean, obviously a lot of bigger cities do this, but you're still so in like New York City, you're still so uh, absorbed, I would say, in like your phone and whatever. Mm -hmm. So I don't think there's necessarily that sense of connection. Yeah. Whereas like if that was your norm, how different would your life be?
0: A hundred percent. I think it's, I say it often and I say it a lot of my coaching that the one thing you can do is go try to find people. I know you feel like you're alone and no one understands what you're going through and you're the outlier of every situation. You're not, you will find somebody with a similar enough experience that you can bond over it. The first thing you do is go find somebody that understands you if you're struggling, because that person's not going to make you feel worse. You can just go be you without that diagnosis, without that infertility, whatever it is, you can just go be with, you you know, these people without being triggered. And then eventually it's like, okay, well, you're doing better. I want to do better. What are you doing? Let me try this. And it's very encouraging, just like a
1: safe community. You, You can't do all this stuff alone. It's impossible. Right. It is. Community is literally everything. That's why I'm so glad that I have you guys that we're here. Yeah. I know you're like, can I come hang out with you guys? I'm like, I don't care. And I know I totally invited myself like, on the Yoss
2: podcast. I was like, perfect. hi, hello.
1: I want to come um chat with you guys. Uh, and I, I love have FOMO. This. Bye. I want yes.
2: radiate with Rita too. So <laughs> well, come on, y'all. I would really love to have the
0: Not-to-mama pod And I want to take liberties and edit both of them out just the way oh, I want. So I look great.
2: That's perfect. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair though, uh, Betsy, I invited myself over to Rita's house in like a week and a half. So I am imposing my will. I'm like, uh, that can I come great. see you?
1: <laughs> you literally did not. I was like, please come see me and my brand new kitten. I'm just <laughs> gonna hug him. I'm gonna be his best auntie.
2: Yeah.
1: He's so that cute. so sweet.
0: And
2: I'll be jealous
0: from afar. Yeah.
2: I'll just hang out by myself, guys. I owe you a little
0: bit. How many extra people did you see in Seattle? I was like, oh. Oh, I'm that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Where are you, Ben? Where are you? But ben? I am seeing Zeta, too. Have you met Zeta? Not in person. Because oh. no. Betsy couldn't make the Kansas City run. Like that. That's right.
1: Yeah, but that, was that a is bummer.
0: my favorite story on my Instagram page is the one that has the pictures of me and the girls in Kansas City and Betsy like had pasted her head in the pictures. That was so funny. We were dying. (laughs) I was like, she's the funniest person in this whole world. I'm, she, I'm glad you guys think like, so. Because if I get annoyed, tell me to stop. I was like, please don't stop, never because stop.
2: Nine hundred percent of the things I do are for my own humor, so <laughs> it's always nice when someone else thinks it's funny. No, <laughs> dude, it's you're hilarious. so funny.
1: Your stories trip me out. I can't even.
0: <laughs> Rita, if you had to jam out to one song in the car ride to wherever that's just going to get you from
1: zero to a hundred, what is it? <laughs> probably misery business by paramore i don't know what the <laughs> f- it is about that song that song gets me gets, gets me hype yeah <laughs> and i was dropping some good charlotte I was
0: in a bad mood. Good
1: Charlotte. And I
0: started rocking some Good Charlotte the other day on the way to the gym. And all of a sudden I'm like happy. And I was like, or, see, music. Yeah. What were you listening to? Anthem. That's that the one I that came off. And I then know. I had to go to theirs and I just went through all of them. And then I transitioned to Panic at the Disco. And then I was at the gym and I was I was happy. It was great. We love some emo music.
2: I know. <laughs> I, we bopping. Girl. I was <laughs> like,
0: high school and great junior high.
2: Me are so, I know every word still. Every word. That was literally how I felt when I went to the Simple Plan concert this year. I was like, (laughs) I can't believe I know every one of these words, but it took me back.
1: (laughs) (sighs) That's how I feel about uh, Misery Business. I think I was like 15, 16 when that song came out. But damn, that song is a bop,
2: boy. I love it. So Kaylee, what is your one hype song? Because I know it's very different than mine would be. (laughs) Uh, You already know? Mine?
0: Well, yeah. I'm going to yeah. guess no. Bessie's is some sort of opera or show tune. Um, it's a Broadway
2: for sure. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to say
0: that. <laughs> yeah, mine probably like Kevin Gates or something inappropriate. Yeah, like thinking with my... <laughs> <I don't>...
2: <laughs> <laughs> Lots of cuss words. Is that what you're oh, saying? Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> Real <like> vulgar.
2: The... <laughs> Real the dirty. The dirtier the better. <laughs> I'd be like,
0: yeah. Something I, I could talk about violence, but also feel upbeat afterwards sure
2: like and i'm fixed like you yeah like you want to punch a baby but like (laughs) dance while you're doing it (laughs) you asked for this rita (laughs) fair fair (laughs) broadway song (laughs) (laughs) oh it would be defying gravity from wicked 100 percent, it is often defying gravity from wicked wicked's my number one for sure we could do like a little new york trip I've never done New York City. It actually kind of gives me crippling anxiety to think about. <laughs> that place does. Get, that place we is a big of New toxin.
1: New York City is York so City. operated. It's yeah. like a Best very you, moldy, crusty,
2: like dirty, dirty I bet you walk place. in there and
1: my body goes. I, I have a friend to- with Endo that lives there. And like, yeah, she, uh, she has a time. <laughs>
2: yeah. I would love to go like around Christmas time and like see the, all the lights and stuff and whatever. Oh, yeah but beautiful yeah, and be yeah. a mm-hmm. lot of anxiety to think about <laughs> so, like it'd be so crowded yeah room, yeah so. we
0: should go somewhere like not New York that's what I meant <laughs>
2: <laughs> damn although you, if you just parked me in in a Broadway theater i would be like <laughs> uh this is, this one's pretty controversial <laughs> okay go <good.
1: laughs>
2: pineapple on pizza or not absolutely No, Rita, absolutely not, Rita. Look, I just started, like, I just got to a place where I can handle
1: pineapple on a taco. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people where I don't really want fruit on my food. I like fruit, but I want it to stay. Do you like fruit on your salad? Mm, No, no, not really. Hmm.
2: Well, I believe that pineapple does belong on pizza. (laughs) I think it's a requirement. (laughs) I it's important. Delicious with the jalapeno. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, pineapple and jalapeno together. So good.
0: If you had one sheet meal where you could eat whatever you wanted and you weren't going to have any sort of reaction to it, long-term consequences, it's a freebie. What are you eating? Mine's so basic. A <laughs> <More>
1: hamburger <laughs> with a gluten infested bun with real butter and lots of cheese, maybe even pimento cheese, just Ooh.
2: cheese.
1: Ooh. And the, bur- the burger would have to be like medium rare, medium, and just like real juicy. But that's it. Like I said, pretty simple. there's a burger. Just a like burger.
2: <laughs> Mine's a hundred percent pizza. Like no matter what, pizza would be pizza. If pizza. I could, yeah, just like a regular, like really delicious pizza. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's um, next on my list. Yeah, pizza. Like mm-hmm. I just my want favorite.
1: real bread. Damn it! <laughs> I know
2: it's all bread. I know that's what I just want to go back to Ireland. <laughs> did you
1: eat the bread there? I ate everything. I had no
2: issues there at all. I ate regular pizza and I had no problem at all. It was the best thing in my life. You know something?
1: I get so annoyed because I see a lot of little practitioners make these like little pieces of content and they're like, Oh, the people that say that gluten and dairy aren't problematic in other parts of the world. It's just because you're not stressed that you're, that you're not experiencing symptoms. And I'm like, "No, No, I'm pretty sure most of the people that are avoiding gluten and dairy, like actually avoiding it and not just sampling and risking it here and there are doing so because it causes distress, honey, and yeah, probably yeah. so on multiple occasions. Thank you very much.
2: Yeah. All right. I have a question for you, Rita. I had read, I'd seen a reel about that too. And then I read one of the comments that said something about, um, it's not so much a gluten allergy as it is an allergy to what they're spraying on our grains. Glyphosate is 1000% a problem. And the thing is, is
1: glyphosate is literally on every single crop of gluten, unless you're getting organic, but then even then, like it's still contaminated. Most of our rice, corn, a lot of stuff is too. And that's why a lot of people that do have gluten sensitivities can sometimes cross react to some of those other grains and like things like oats too. So yeah, glyphosate's a big problem and other parts of the world don't really use the things that we use over here in the States. So Mm.
2: Yeah. And I, I thought that was really interesting. Cause I was like, I could definitely a hundred percent see that mm-hmm. uh, because over in Europe and I had no issues at all. Like
1: none girly, you had none. And that, I
2: can't tell you how many times I've heard that
1: from my yeah. like clients or just people I know that literally cannot eat gluten and dairy.
2: Yeah. Also it's just way easier to eat, eat over it. there anyways, even if you're staying like really strictly gluten and dairy free, because they list everything. Whereas like here you are like, scrambling they are like they list like every single allergen has like a number and they like like even like down to we were like mustard seed like that was wild to me but it was just so much easier to eat everywhere there I'm in shock I can't say that's for every European country but I can say that was for but sure still,
1: like why can't we care about our people like this I mean like hi hello like we're not getting any healthier I know I know Lanza like, baby yes.
2: Yeah. yeah. i like kind of the, yeah, like the money side. Because I'm <laughs> really but, yeah.
1: Change the subject. Gossamer are really controversial. <laughs> I think it would,
0: it's just crazy to me that, like, if I were to live in another country, how much less work it would be for me just to exist. Like, I even feel that way if I go from the Midwest to the West Coast. It's just, it's very nice to feel like it doesn't take so much effort just to get dinner or whatever. Like, right. I'm mad stressing about going to North and South Carolina. like that's
1: i told you you.
2: yeah girl i'm going to amish country
1: (laughs) (laughs) good luck baby
2: (laughs) be able to eat uh uh, nothing
1: (laughs) and it's gonna
0: smell so good
2: oh i know and like i my sisters obviously like love baked goods so i'm sure they're gonna get like donuts and like all of the delicious things and I'm going to be like yeah. me I thankfully my little sister is also gluten and dairy free so she's miserable with me so we'll go figure <laughs> out her life.
1: My sister, I love life
2: do you think
0: you guys could survive like off the grid because every time I talk about things like how our our healthy foods are making us sick and things like that like it registers with me that like I could give up most if I had money I'd give up all technology all
2: man-made stuff and I'd go I would say I could yeah I mean I think it would depend where it was somewhere Um, warm yeah I don't want to be in like Alaska off of the grid that just doesn't sound to me and I want to have like access to like grocery stores and stuff even if you're growing your own I would love to have the access I wouldn't want to be somewhere like where you have to you know get your groceries once a month because it's a voyage to go yeah. back so um but i think i could like i don't know i would want like a little commune though like i want my friends and i want everyone to be off the grid with me yeah, let's yeah. be off the grid yeah. together
1: we have to have money though because like right because i just bougie. got anxiety at the thought of not working can you tell i got probably saw your reaction <laughs> i didn't know it was the work part like i give up working a
0: heartbeat girl
1: well, Anytime, money. i'm thinking about money that's what i'm talking about no not- no no, no, no yeah. Money money an, an <laughs> yeah money was not an issue yeah money was <laughs> not an issue
0: if i had some really talented friends because i'm not going to say I'm probably the most skilled at keeping crops alive yeah. But if I could get to the point that, like, I could self-sustain, I think I'd be very happy. Yeah, Old Kaylee, no. But Zip Kaylee that just wants to go outside and look at the sky, I think she's good there. <laughs> yeah, I can make bread. I mean, I mean that's
2: <laughs> what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Did you guys watch The Walking Dead? Some of it. Most I got bored, it. like, five seasons in, I think.
0: I slept a lot through it. But I always remember when they had the community, there was kind of, like, a, the boss, right? I'm trying to get in that seat. You want to
2: be the boss of everything. <laughs> <laughs> I could see Kaylee with like a shotgun strapped to her back. <laughs> Do you want to be a cult leader? <laughs> it sounds like it. It that, does a little bit, yeah. Did you watch that show, um, How to Be a Cult, Become a Cult Leader, on Netflix? No, but I've seen it. Is it good? It is good. It's really interesting. There was like I'm I'm pretty into cults. <laughs> I love, oh, I I love mean, cool. Jim, Crow. Jim Crow, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like culty um, stuff too. There was definitely some I had never heard of that were really interesting. And I was like, I could understand how someone would join that. Like, obviously, most of them I don't think that about, but
1: yeah. I'll watch it. All right. I'll I'll my it. list. Yeah.
2: What's your favorite Halloween
0: movie? Focus, focus. <laughs> Focus Focus. That's a good one. I heard they might be remaking that.
2: Oh, just did, that. didn't they? Did they? Okay. I'm pretty sure the they Same did. actresses, right? Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, they made it cuz it came out I think last year. Um, I'm not super into Halloween. Me neither. Ooh, I'm like all the time about dressing up. In like South Carolina, I'm like, "Why y'all dressing up? I'm coming as me." <laughs> yeah. I've never I was actually talking to somebody about that the other day is I've never been into dressing up. Like Really? my entire life and I think it's just because like I always feel really dumb like I feel dumb when I am dressed as a different character and I've I've never been one of those people who like plays house or like Mm -hmm. plays pretend or whatever so were you
0: doing math problems as a child
2: Uh, I was definitely reading books (laughs) (laughs) yeah doing math and reading books was pretty much a doing phonics (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: oh, I love that! Do not
2: go trick or treating. I can rem- honestly like, well, w- not many times. I don't think a lot, really. And I feel like always at school, like on dress up days, I was always sick or like sick. She, she said,
1: "No, I'm not coming to school. I'm not doing it." Like <laughs> the devil is coming out on that
0: day. <laughs> you want to know the worst costume ever? My freaking mother! I had I was in first or second grade. I know what town I lived in. I was a dancer, dancer from a little girl up into competitive dancing. My mom took one of my dance costumes, let me wear it. Put a was it called a garter around my leg, drew a little mole on me, and made me like a prostitute in the olden days. How old were you? First grade. I swear to you, I didn't. Oh, the costume.
2: What? That's pretty bad. And I didn't understand why my dad was mad. Now I do. Oh my god! And that's on trauma.
0: Oh. And I don't remember some years of my life. Imagine that.
2: Yeah. Wow. That's hilarious. That's yeah, I could never. I, I can't actually remember ever telling you a costume that I dressed up in.
0: Oh, I love it. Like. If I wasn't going to North Carolina for a wedding, I would have had a murder mystery party this year, like I love hosting them, and I used to make like cakes with like knives in them and blood frosting and yeah
2: no i've I've mystery. gone to a couple murder mystery parties, and I've dressed up for both of them, but it just would not be my first choice. It's just not my most comfortable right
0: I would to uh my favorite one was a disney adult Disney like Halloween party. But you had to have a like twisted spin on your Disney characters. So like one lady was the redhead from finding Nemo, like the dentist's niece, but she was like carrying Nemo in a bag and Nemo's not alive. <laughs> like just like really <laughs> twisted things. And so I went as little red riding hood, but my neck was like cut open. I had blood. And then the big bad wolf had like blood and things on and my little stepsister does, like, theater makeup, so I came over and had her, like,
2: make actual wounds on me. It's pretty awesome. When? How long ago was this? Probably 10 years ago. Okay, maybe, have you shown me pictures? I feel like I have a very vivid so. memory of this. Oh, I
0: think I took a picture of uh, my makeup because it was in my little step-sister's portfolio and I posted that. Okay. I think we should talk about how we all choose to actively live a healthy life with chronic illness while staying positive and taking accountability. Like that's a huge thing. Staying upbeat, taking accountability
1: and actually doing the work. So the hardest part is you just have to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think like when you've been sick for so freaking long, like you really get lost in the sauce, right? Like it literally becomes all you can see for a long period of time, right? And yeah. I'm sure, like, you know, when you guys through various parts of your journey, you guys probably, I imagine, felt that way. Kaylee, I know you did, right? You know, like, you very <laughs> yes, much <coach>. so. Can <laughs> yes, coach. You can just get really lost in all the really, yeah. really negative, and hard things about what you're going through, but if that's literally all you're seeing, that's all you're seeing, your brain is going to constantly look for every single thing to confirm mm-hmm. all of these negative thoughts that are coming up. If you're sitting here waiting for the next shoe to drop every, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. constantly it's going to drop, right? Your brain is going to make sure it finds the evidence that it's looking for to support that. So it's like, yeah, I know you just have to get to a place where it's like, you accept that like, okay, like, yes, I have this chronic illness. Yes. It freaking sucks. But you know start small you know it doesn't have to be perfect but lean into the community that's yeah. why we talked about community at the beginning of this episode cuz i think if you feel if you surround yourself with people who are already doing it right sometimes it makes it a little bit easier to vibrate higher when you're surrounding yourself with people who are already doing it yes. right cuz you can be like that's... you're looking at them and you're like well dang if they can do it like why can't i like they literally mm-hmm. were where i was not that long ago you know what i mean and and that's why you ended up coming to me, and now look at you—you're helping people, you're helping women get hey. help their lives yeah. back too in a different way, but still, you're doing it. And
0: I couldn't have started this journey if I hadn't connected with you too, because Betsy's one of the first people I saw live happy after everything she went through, and like proactively take her life by you know both hands and doing things. And Rita, obviously, she's my coach; she helps me. Up- Ton. I've I've learned a lot from Rita, but I've also had a lot of accountability in a safe space. So I do know a year year and a half ago, like while I was pushing through and trying to just force everything to be better, every couple check ins would be me crying and pushing back and saying I can't do this and I'm just fucking exhausted, you know. And then I try again and I talk to Betsy. Betsy's like, I'm doing this cool thing and I'm fixing me, and I'm like,
2: okay, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> But but listen, I remember you first starting with Rita too and how hard it was for you. Oh my goodness. I I remember like how hard it was for you to eat. Like making that effort. And I mean, you've come so far. Like it it's just been wild to see like
1: not in day, Kayla. I tell you this almost every week, girl. Yeah. Like you are like living proof. Like I think all of us are, but like, you're like, literally, like, we've been able to just watch you go from where, yeah. you know, where you were to now. And like, you are a perfect example you're, of doing
2: the freaking work. You're a I different human than you were in oh, every sense. right? Three years ago. Yeah. Like healthier,
0: happier, doing more, being more aligned. Like, sure. shh, it's because of you guys. And I think that's what's really cool about when you get to our parts of like healing friendship is you don't really keep people who aren't going to elevate with you. Um, So that means my group of friends are rock stars. Like they're all amazing because they're doing the dang thing. They're doing the work and they're taking accountability. And like, I'm not perfect all the time, but I'll take accountability of why I caused a symptom. You know what I mean? Like, it's pretty cool.
2: And I'll tell anyone that like I, the friends I have are really good people because I don't want people who are not Mm. in my life. Like I have, Plenty of my own action going on that I don't need to deal with a ton of other people <laughs> yes. And I got an amen. I got yes. Enough energy. Yes, over here? I do not. I got layers? barely enough for me. Thank you. <laughs> <Yes>.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
0: well, Rita and I were talking about that the other week that like sometimes life feels lonely, but it's not because you need engagement with people that are less than you. It's because you want to share your life with somebody else that you adore and like. Yeah connecting and being um, encouraged to try new things or, you know, new hobbies and filling your time and loving your own time, but also having people to go back to that, like genuinely care. That's beautiful.
2: Um, and I wanted to add on to Rita's, you saying like, if you're constantly looking for the other shoe to drop, oh, yeah, like it's going to be. And I was thinking like, that's very much in every aspect of your life, not just mm-hmm. in the chronic life. Like if you are constantly negative, if you're constantly- um saying negative things feeling negativity um like breathing it in that's mm-hmm. all you're going to feel like yeah th- that's what anyone who is like I don't know how I'm gonna get through this like I'll use childlessness for the example mm-hmm. like people who are just starting their childless journey and they're like I don't know how to ever get to a place where you are well I want to first first of all remind you that it's been a long journey like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> a long long journey Mm -hmm. and the second of my tip always is you fake it till you make it like you act like this is the best life that you've ever been given and eventually it will feel like it is is. and so I very much think that that's a huge issue with chronic illness like does life suck sometimes absolutely it does (laughs) (laughs) yeah It, it just does um but you gotta find the good like I agree it's worth it you have to you
1: really have to, or you're, you're going to get sucked into the black hole. Yep. Yeah. And
2: you're going to bring gonna, everyone down with you. Yeah. yeah.
0: Just got it. I think for me, that's why I always say vibrate hires. I really find it impossible that people cannot find a slight way to improve their day. I've, you know, my worst of the day is just taking a moment to myself or petting a dog or whatever it may be. Like I can improve my day or improve my mood. And that's an actionable item I can take, but it also gives me accountability and responsibility to try to be happy and you know I only have one life I want to be happy I have some hard crap to get over that's cool I'll do it like but we're gonna keep thriving we're gonna be happy we're gonna be enjoying our life while we're here simple it's a mindset I I don't think it's easy
2: yeah no it's not at all and like why would you want to exist in a world where you are just miserable all the time I, Mm I can't comprehend that um, I don't want to be in a bad mood all the time. I just Mm-mm. I don't feel emotionally yucky. In as in addition to being physically crappy, yeah. you know, and like that negative feeling that you have is feeding your sickness. Yeah. Also.
1: Yep, and that's a big one that so many people do not understand. Yeah, yeah. they're not there yet. They're not ready. So I have a controversial thing.
0: Oh, what do you guys think about the fact that there seems to be a huge divide in the Indo community where people really push for modern medicine to fix all of our issues and people who take a more holistic approach?
2: Um, I think that's a really complicated thing because I am a big advocate for you can make a lot of progress on your own, without modern medicine, if Mm -hmm. you have the right tools, um, if you're willing to do the work, or if you're willing to try and heal yourself in different ways, not saying that that works for everyone. I do think there are cases that only modern medicine can probably help. But I think that sometimes it takes a combination of both of them. And I think some people are very black and white. I don't think that there are people who understand that I think you need a mesh of both of them. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think that's pretty I much all. Yeah,
0: that. completely agree. I think you need both. Um, obviously excision surgery gave me a huge leap ahead of where I was. It's the hard work I put into my daily life and my nutrition, my movement, my mental health, that's allowing me to stay healthy and improve long-term yeah. symptoms. Right. Um, and honestly, I don't think the issue is really about what's better. I think the issue is that victim mentality, where some people just don't want to have to do the work alongside the
2: modern medicine approach, like I, I don't even know if, to if, uh, yeah, I don't even know if it's maybe they don't know how or maybe they've never seen it in action and are unwilling to learn, maybe I don't know, but like because obviously I have a lot to say about this.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think a lot of people are so quick to share their one maybe or two negative experiences they had because not every functional practitioner is the same and they want to make it their mission to tell other people to stay away because they had a bad experience. And I think that's problematic and that's freaking harmful. If you are somebody like you're claiming to be an advocate for the endometriosis community, you need to be standing there from a non-biased standpoint, presenting all the facts, right? Like Yes. There is a time and a place for conventional medicine and functional medicine. Do you yep. need both to manage endo? You absolutely do, but you absolutely cannot manage endometriosis alone with just conventional medicine. Mm-hmm. I've no. seen people do it with functional medicine. Now, is that going to be the case for every endo babe? Nope. There are some, people, some, like you said, some women, like they absolutely need to have surgery. Like things are really obstructed, right. right? Um, Or it's causing other issues. But I, I think that like, we spend so much time, right? Like our system already spends so much time making sure that we follow the narrative that we need to be taking these synthetic hormones, we need to just have surgery after surgery mm-hmm. after surgery. And these doctors have no issue repeatedly cutting into women. There's women that None. have had four excision surgeries and they still have pain. And it's like, at what yeah. point do yeah. you advocate for your patient and say, Enough is enough? I'm not gonna cut you open again. Maybe, just maybe we need to figure out what's actually driving your endo because endo right. has a root cause. Okay. Like what's driving the severity of your endo is being driven by something, whether it's your gut health, whether it's environmental toxins, like mold, right? Like I've been yeah. very vocal about my story on Instagram, right? Like stressors, like most endo peeps and people with chronic illnesses are type A. Is that going Yellow. to be the case for everybody? No, but like we all, there, there's something, there's a yeah, lot yeah. on the table that conventional medicine just Completely overlooks, and these options that they're just keep throwing at us can actually make some of these things yeah. And It's like we we need yeah. both, yeah, we, we need do. both, but we need these advocates to stop trying to pit sides and realize that it's okay if we have a little bit of a different perspective, it's okay if somebody wants to pursue functional medicine just because you had a bad experience does not mean somebody else will, and you could actually be preventing somebody from getting the help that they need by constantly bashing people yeah. that probably don't need to be bashed. Like you, 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 you've made your point. Yeah. Move on. I think
0: it's hard for me too, because choosing to live a healthier active life for my chronic illness meant I also had to segregate myself further from like the general population because yeah. everything I deemed or thought was a healthy lifestyle yeah. prior to me changing is absolutely destructive to my health. And so yeah not being in the gym seven days a week, two hours a day, not under eating, not over running, not over hydrate, like all these things that were deemed healthy were putting my body in a state that it couldn't survive. And I had to like, that's hard <laughs> because then also I'm like, oh, I don't feel like I am as active because I'm not as thin or I'm, I'm not able to like, I have a whole feed about workouts or runs like I was yeah. a marathon runner right yeah and so it's it's a yeah.
2: different reality for me and sometimes that's really hard to face that like is. I I mean that's even like today like the first thing I said is I was so annoyed that it messed up my workout for tonight like yeah. which is so silly I mean I don't overwork out like not anymore but I've been there yeah. but I was I mean it's just it's some sort of like pressure that we put on ourselves unnecessarily Mm -hmm. because that's what society says is the right thing to do and it's it's just not for us because our bodies aren't working the way that normal functioning members of society should
1: Mm -mm. and so many people don't realize that in 2023 our bodies are not meant to withstand the crap that we are dealing with today the mm-hmm. stress the people working two to three jobs the constant mm-hmm. exposure to toxins through our food our air yeah. whatever right like mm-hmm. i mean literally like there are studies showing that like our younger generations are not going to be outliving their grandparents and their great-grandparents because as a species like humans are getting sicker and it's like nobody's stopping to ask questions because hi hello but um it's crazy
2: I mean, yeah, you even think about that with like certain cancers and stuff like that. Like how much more prevalent they are now than they ever were because of the crap that we're ingesting and breathing in and putting on our bodies or doing to our bodies. Like there's, I'm sure there's so many ways that we are taking in this junk and it's just, it's wild to think about like, yeah, are are we going to live till 80 even? I mean, I'm going to, even if I can't walk. I'm going to live as long as I can do a somersault.
1: That's
2: what I'm saying.
1: When I can't move anymore, then like, please take me. When I can't walk. I want an active anymore. lifestyle
0: as long as I'm here, please. That's why I'm doing the work. No. Uh, you no. know, I just got to say though, and this might be a little controversial. I'm sorry if people get offended, but when I have conversations like this, my immediate after afterthought is, I'm
2: so glad I don't have kids. No. Every time it's a real reality especially for chronic illness girls people chronic chronic illness people in general because we have the time and finances to invest in ourselves yeah and um if we're sick we can take that time we can lay down we can rest mm-hmm. we can do what we need to do whereas people with children don't necessarily have the same opportunities to do so yeah. like you might not even have the money to figure out what's wrong with you like yeah. And I mean, that's a little bit on our healthcare system also, but that's a whole other thing.
0: <laughs> oh, that could be a whole other podcast. That could be all about
2: how, how expensive it is to system. be healthy, like how I expensive know. it is to exist in this country. Yeah. I was
1: literally talking to my husband about this yesterday. I was like, you know, when you sit back and think about it, like the privilege to be able to afford gluten-free food, dairy-free oh, food, afford all this organic food—like you can easily yeah. spend two hundred dollars a week at the grocery store on just two friggin' people when you eat like that—and that's without yeah. cheering. Yeah, that's like me going without to children.
0: multiple yeah. grocery stores me? a week so I could get the best deals on all the foods I need to eat.
1: I'm grateful. I'm gonna start practicing my gratitude because I sat down yesterday and I was like, God, re. It's a yeah. it just it dawned on me i was like wow this no, is uh, it's real perfect. it's crazy this is the reality that we live in that it's expensive to eat
0: the it shit it's expensive it's hard you have to think through things yeah, you can't go get a quick meal like investment right you got to prep food like it's an investment into you but
2: goodness Time do i feel better
0: oh, i oh, sleep yeah, better it.
2: i have more energy i work out i'm happier yeah I mean, I actually, I did have this conversation with my husband the other day because we were doing our budget and he's like, I had no idea we were spending that much on groceries each week. And I was like, yeah, it is, it's an expensive life. Like, and I am extremely grateful, extremely grateful that we are able to afford it and that we have the knowledge to prepare healthy foods for ourselves. Because I also think that's a, a lot of other people's issue is they've never taken the time to learn how to. Yeah. Right. prepare their food or Man, and the, your hard. recipes would like, bomb you're like listen you're impressive girl mm-hmm. listen I could not cook at all when we first got married like <laughs> you posted that the other day and I was like are you serious at, like I the first I think our our first Jim's birthday in this house I woke him up with the smoke alarm going off and I destroyed our stove <laughs> I was making pancakes ruined our stove smoke alarm was going off like trying to do something nice and cute and then I think the first time I made dinner for him I was making just like a s- pasta or whatever and put like a little red pepper flakes in the top came off so I dumped <laughs> like a gallon of red pepper flakes in he's like sweating eating the spaghetti and I'm like you do not have to eat it and he's like no it's fine mm. <laughs> he's freaking weeping and <laughs> but it's taken some time
0: <laughs> oh man I lived with my dad in high school. And so I got really sick of steak and frozen pizza and I had to start learning to cook. Yeah. But I'm not like, I would say you're like, could have a cookbook type of cook. I'm like, ai have ingredients and I'll make them taste okay.
2: <laughs> I love it. I love cooking now. And I love being able to provide nutritious meals. Yeah.
0: That's why I want to move next door to you. So I can just buy the groceries and get cooked meals every day. <laughs>
1: anytime and Rita you can be next to us in this commune too oh I'm I literally just said I'm coming too because I okay. want somebody to feed me and then you I can want. Call I'll be I'll pay. I'll you. be the cook you <laughs> have
2: to do all the hard stuff
0: <laughs> have <extra No>. <laughs> hey our podcast would be so bomb with the three of us in human in person <laughs> in human that would be so cool yeah. yeah, It might be it's a like little a round table. It might yeah. take 16 hours to get an hour of
1: content, but it would be Frost. fun. <laughs> just want to say guys advocate for yourselves. All right. Yeah. It's okay to dabble in whatever medicine you feel like is best for you. Just make sure it is a decision that you make for yourself. Okay. If you get really bogged down by all the noise, Mute, unfollow take some time to sit with yourself because at the end of the day like it's your decision and it's your body and only you know what's
2: best for you yes yeah and I was gonna say it takes something different for each of us yeah genuinely like not no two bodies are exactly the same and what works for me might not work for you and I mean I think definitely sometimes it takes some experimenting like yeah trial and error yeah, and I, I say surround yourself
0: with really cool people that are going to inspire you. I mean, these two women have not only became my best friends, but they've both helped me with my mental health and my chronic illness. And I mean, I am now coaching because of Rita, and you know, we have business things in the future and podcast. And I can't wait, ways. y'all. Both of you guys, like, find you boss babes that understand you and love you, but also elevate with you. It's it's a special relationship but yeah my girl rita and me are gonna be some coaching in the future together and i can't wait i can't wait no i'm excited yeah
2: whoever gets to work with both of you is a lucky a lucky
0: duck (laughs) and my favorite thing to be like this wise person betsy told me this
1: (laughs) <laughs> don't oh, listen to everything
2: that wise person says. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I love you both. I can't wait to see you both in human again so I can hug you. Y'all. Thank you for being in my life. Thank you guys for having me. If you guys Thanks don't life. follow Radiate Refrida and listen to her, the link will be below in our show and vice versa. The Nacha Mama Pod will be in the show notes for Radiate Refrida, So y'all can follow both of us. Um, I promise you, Betsy and I are just as chaotic in all of our other episodes. And Rita oh. comes in with the knowledge and her guess. I'm telling you, like, I think
2: I am going to let Rita fix my life. My current
1: oh, life. she said it on the record. It's a day. We'll we'll I was looking <laughs> this up earlier. I was like, dude,
2: <laughs> no, I can't I feel like I've come like a really long way but we I think we have a while you have you really
1: have like you like yeah
2: yes always a pleasure always a pleasure
1: always (laughs) my